This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. The Missouri State Historical Society has a podcast series on bank robbers and bad guys and and girls uh, talking about Bonnie and Clyde, pretty boy Floyd. They all uh, created havoc through the state of Missouri during the Great Depression. We'll hear about their podcast series. Camden County has some fun things going on with their museum, and they're starting up a local farmer's market. We'll hear from them. And the Missouri State Fair is coming up. Lisa Nelson and Cindy Young are with the Missouri Department of Agriculture's director, Chris Chin, and the State Fair director, Mark Wolf, about what's new at this year's fair. There are always new and different things at the fair, but even just following our theme this year, where traditions grow, um, you know, the traditions of the things that we do at the fair are exactly that. And, uh, you know, people expect those things. Uh, Obviously, a major part of uh, what the state fair is all about is promoting youth and their involvement in agriculture. And so with that in mind, you know, a large portion of our program, uh, the bulk of the entries that we take each year for all the different things that happen on the state fair uh, revolve around kids and agriculture. And so uh, those traditions require that you do those things year after year after year. And obviously we add classes, we do this, we do that to, to break that up and, and make it more fun, try to all the time, uh, more ways for them to have competition. Uh, uh, if I've learned anything in this job is uh, Missouri kids are very competitive. Uh, to say the least. So uh, it's a great opportunity at the state fair each year to, to watch that in action. And, uh, you know, for my for my chair, you know, it's great to sit there and watch these kids grow up. I've been there long enough now. You know, I've seen them start their career showing and move on. And some of them are back uh, working in agriculture and other places as adults with kids of their own. So uh, it's, a, it's a pretty neat thing to watch happen. But, um, uh, you know, as far as what's new, uh, certainly our entertainment changes every year. Uh, that's a, that's a, an obvious thing. I think, uh, you know, uh, the facility changes over time. Uh, and we have been through spells uh, over the years, even in my short time there, where we didn't uh, we didn't see a lot of change to the facility. You know, uh, state funds were a little tight. You didn't get to work on things uh, over the last, uh, you know, six, seven years almost now. Uh, we've seen a big change in that. And, um, you know, Governor Parson, the state legislature, has been very kind to the state fair. And we have made huge strides to the renovations of that historic facility out there in, in uh, Pettis County uh, and got some really exciting things coming uh, here in the near future. So, you know, so you'll see some change in the facility always. Uh, those big changes are going to come down the road here. But and then on top of that, you know, I just think some neat ideas that we we plug into our theme each year, uh, talking about traditions this time. Uh, so we have a lot of contests and things. Uh, we do some of it pre-fair. Uh, certainly there are a lot of those kinds of contests that happen during the fair, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, scavenger hunts involving traditional things at the fair. I mean, it could be a lot of things, but we do a lot of that kind of stuff and that changes every year. Uh, and then, as I said, uh, you know, you're going to see some some new contests in our competitive events, uh, some new categories, new classes and different uh, species and uh, different breeds of animals uh, across the fairgrounds. So uh, we're always working on that and tweaking a little bit. But, you know, the basic tradition for what we do at the fair remains. Director Chin, Director Wolf was talking about some of those changes and the support from Governor Parson and the state legislature. And obviously, you've been a big part of, of working through that. It's important to keep that fairgrounds not only maintained, but to grow and and change. Yeah, it's very important. And we're really proud of the fairgrounds and the job that our state fair crew does all through the year to make sure that it's 
it's in good shape for our visitors when they arrive. We had a lot of support in the Missouri legislature this year for the state fair and the improvements. Many of those buildings are historical buildings. You don't see buildings like that. And so it's very important that we get the funding to do the upkeep on those buildings. Last year, we were able to purchase the additional 200 acres across the road from the fairgrounds. So in the future, you'll start to see some developments happen there. Um, there's going to be a new state fair arena um, that'll be built in the years to come. The appropriation authority was made last year. Um, and as the way that the uh, economy is, we can't build it today for what was appropriated. So that appropriation was increased so that we're going to be able to get that new state fair arena. So we're really excited about that and the opportunity that that's going to bring to the Missouri State Fair and to all the kids who are exhibiting in the state fair as well. So I see I'm, I'm looking at the State Fair page on the Family Fun page to see what type of entertainment you have. And some of the things, uh, pretty exciting. The pig races are back, some of the, the dog um, type of exhibits. And um, the Kid Zone, of course, is back. One that really caught my attention, I, I'd like to know a little bit more about, is the Show Me Tailgate Throwdown Barbecue Contest. How do I become a judge for that? <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know how you do that, Lisa. I, I, I've tried for years, and they won't let me do it. <laughs> you know, because uh, having time to stop during the fair and eat a good meal is kind of hard sometimes. But uh, I don't know how you get to do that. I, I think I've asked before, and either I wasn't qualified or... They just had another friend that they liked better. Maybe I don't know. Uh, you know, I've had past governors want to know how they got to be a judge at the pie contest, too. You know, so and uh, I've never seen them pull that off yet, either. Oh, boy, you've got to really try and pull some strings. Then. This is a, <laughs> this is a, a popular. These are popular contests then. OK, well, um, that's definitely a couple of things and uh, um, try and hit up while people are at the fair. What are some of the other like really popular things um, that people can expect at the fair, especially if they haven't ever been before? Maybe they're new at the fair. What kind of things would you recommend to them? Well, you know, we get people from all kinds of backgrounds, obviously. Obviously, there's a huge ag following, but, um, you know, we get urban folks at the fair that don't necessarily know a lot about agriculture. Uh, so I, I would assume a lot of them come for the fun, you know, being meaning the, the carnival. Uh, our carnival company is the second uh, largest uh, privately owned carnival company in the United States, maybe in the world. I don't know. Uh, Wade shows they do a great job. You know, I for for special events that people ought to go see if they're not regular fairgoers, maybe uh, our six horse hitch draft horse show mm -hmm. uh, is phenomenal to see. Uh, one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see, and uh, it's pretty impressive on top of that. You know, I would say that would be a highlight for folks to uh, to look at uh, while they're at the fair. Um, you know, if you do like livestock or have some interest in that, that Tuesday steer show is pretty hard to beat. Um, you know, if you ever wondered what a, you know, forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000 steer looks like walking around in the arena, that's the place to be. They didn't sell for that when I was a kid growing up. And we had, <laughs> we had um, you know, uh, entertainment wise, we, we I think we do a pretty good job of getting, you know, good entertainment at the state fair. Uh, got some great acts coming this year. You know, uh, if you're a if you're a camper, we literally become a small city uh, of folks out there camping. Uh, right now we have about. Uh, 
Well, we're approaching 2,000 full hookup campsites on the fairgrounds, and um, one of the things that actually got funded along with that purchase of land that uh, Director Chin was just talking about um, included funding to add another 600 campsites out there, and we need them. I mean, we we just added 150 a couple years ago, and we're out again. I mean, we're, we're going to have people waiting or get turned away, So, and we hate that. So, um, you know, the, the, fair, the fair is growing, there's no question, and uh, I think, but I think there's a lot of things around there for folks to see i think it just kind of depends on what you like because we got a little bit of something for everybody you know if you're a foodie oh my you know you're going to get to try some things you don't get to try the rest of the year uh like what uh, well you know think of all the things deep fried that you might want to try uh ever had a deep fried snickers i have not oh man you know I'm a little more traditional. I, I wait all year for that, you know, first foot-long corn dog, you know. Absolutely. I'm, I'm kind of simple maybe, but that, that's one of my favorites right off the bat. But, yeah, if you're if you're a, a food person, uh, if you'll just spend a little time getting around the fairgrounds, you'll see a, some kind of stand or something somewhere that's selling something you haven't probably tried before. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, there are folks that are obsessed by that. You know, i got to go try, find out what's the newest Latest, greatest, deep fried whatever. And I did try deep fried Kool-Aid one time. It's horrendous. So don't try it. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't yeah. drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the things that is really exciting about the Missouri State Fair, obviously, many of us in this studio right now are very deeply rooted in agriculture. So, you know, so, so that's where our heart is with the fair and the opportunity not only to exhibit and compete with livestock or Fruits and vegetables and, and so many other different products there. The Missouri State Fair Grandstand Entertainment is is really second to none. And, boy, you've got a, a show that sold out in no time this year with Lainey Wilson, one of my favorites. Well, she couldn't have been your favorite for that very long. I mean, she <laughs> hasn't been around that long. That was that was a little bit of a shocker when uh, when that all came about. But... You know, yeah, we're pretty excited about our concert lineup this year, and um, obviously, um, Laney has kind of headlined that whole thing for the for the entire run of the fair. Um, never, we've never had a in my 19 years at the state fair, we've never had a show sell out in three hours or four hours, whatever it was. Uh, so that's uh, that's a little unusual. Uh, kind of caught us off guard. We kind of saw that coming, I think, but still, we're not really prepared for that. And uh, so. Um, like I said, Laney's blowing them away on that first Friday night, and it is sold out, unfortunately. So if you're listening to this, I can't help you with tickets. But, uh, uh, you know, I think the rest of our lineup looks pretty good. Uh, you know, something a little different for us, we got Nelly coming on the on the second Friday. Um, you know, over 6,600 tickets sold, I think, the last time wow. I checked, and 11,000 is a sellout. So uh, I would not be surprised to see that show sell out. You know, the last Saturday with, uh, with Riley Green and Randy Hauser is a great concert, uh, selling very well. Uh, we got Tyler Hubbard, opening night, uh, former part of uh, Florida Georgia Line, along with Parmalee. It's going to be a great show. And then uh, our classic rock, which I struggle with this at my age a little bit because this does not seem like classic rock to me, but Three Doors Down and... and um, Candlebox. Candlebox, thank you. You know, I think that's going to sell really good. It started out really good, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, we always kind of have this thing at the, in Missouri at the State Fair is we get rushed by it when they go on sale. Everybody fights for those best seats, and then it kind of mellows out, and over the next month, you know, sales kind of trickle, and then, you know, that week leading up to the fair, all of a sudden, everybody comes rushing back to see what's left. So, right now, we're looking looking pretty good on ticket sales for concerts, so if Mother Nature plays along, we'll be fine. 
Talk to me about turnout. Um, what do you generally see in terms of turnout? And what is, is there a certain day that historically has been your largest turnout day? Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, the Saturdays are just without a doubt every year our largest uh, attendance numbers uh, for individual days. Both Saturdays, you know, it's not uncommon for them to be 40 to 50 plus thousand, uh, you know, on a Saturday, you know, we'll get into that slower part of the week after that first weekend, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's a little bit slow and, you know, our tennis will fall off into the 20, low 20s uh, sometimes, uh, not always, sometimes it's better than that. Yeah, weather's everything, you know, if you get a really pretty day, uh, nice afternoon, uh, a lot of folks will come out in the evening, uh, even during the work week. You know, we, we, we face some challenges, I think, at the Missouri State Fair. Uh, in my job, I've had the opportunity to to visit a lot of other state fairs. I don't think I've ever been to a state fair that was in a city as small as Sedalia, population-wise. Uh, we're probably, the closest one's probably twice the size. So there's some challenges that come along with that. Um, you know, a lot of those really big fairs that folks are aware of uh, are in metropolitan areas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you've got several million people right at your doorstep, they don't have to worry about a place to sleep that night. They don't need a motel room. They don't need to camp. They don't they just go home. Show me the day.